0: I see that the Lord is always with me, I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praise, my body rests in his hope. Folks this is Mark Kleinard, I want to welcome you to another edition of My What's Up. I am the host with the most, the man with the plan, the word excitement in excited. And folks I'm so thrilled to have you with us back again today for another wonderful broadcast of my what's up. We've taken a couple of weeks off and getting ready to set up some more interviews with people here locally in Fayetteville Arkansas. This is where our podcast is developed and also nationally we have a couple of speakers that are on the calendar Whose podcasts have gone either national or international, and they're going to be coming on this program. That's right, right here. My What's Up. And they're going to be giving their story, giving their story about how they are ordinary people that are just doing some extraordinary things. And you may be that person or know a person whose name is never mentioned outside of your community. Uh, or your neighborhood wherever the case may be But you know that person and you know they do extraordinary things and you think you know what that person may be a good Guest on my what's up? Well, if you think so let me know Email me at Kleinard. That's m-a-r-k-c-l-i-n-a-r-d at gmail Dot com, Mark Kleiner, Gmail.com, and let me know about this person and who knows, they or maybe even yourself, maybe a next guest on my WhatsApp. This program was started because I wanted to bring encouragement to a discouraged world, a discouraged climate. You might say it just seems like every time we look around, we have discouraging news about something happening in some place. And and I thought to myself, you know, what happened to the days, especially in the olden days, older days when newspapers were still uh, very much prevalent in daily life where you could pick up a paper and not only read the current news of the day, but you could also read stories of things happening with people. I remember my mother-in-law showing me papers that she collected as a young girl. Of stories of her community where people went on vacation and the story was about what they saw on vacation and when they came back and what what experiences they had and so uh, I wish we kind of would return to some of that I, I know that it's not going to happen probably but again I don't want to be discouraging on this show I want to be encouraging and I'm so glad you're with us. Coming up in the next couple of weeks we're going to be interviewing the worship leader of New Life Church in Fayetteville, Arkansas. His name's Andrew Richman. And Andrew, this is going to be a two-part interview. The first part is going to basically center on Andrew and his life and how God has taken him from point A to point B and how he serves in the role that he does today. Second part is going to be mainly dealing with that role, uh, how he plans for worship, uh, how he leads the church and ver- worship, what his vision is, and I think you're just going to absolutely enjoy both of them. You are, uh, you may be saying to yourself, "Well, I'm not really into church. I'm not really into worship." And somebody told me this was just a program of encouragement. Well, I think that we need to explore as many facets as we can, and one of them is church. One of them. Uh, Because church plays an important part in so many lives, not only in this country, but in people's lives around the world. And uh, it's okay to be exposed to something like this. And, uh, you know, you can always choose not to listen to it. I hope you don't. But but that's your choice. But for those of you who, who will listen to it, I know that you will be truly, truly blessed and also very excited about hearing Andrew's story. Well, a few moments ago in the intro, I gave you a scripture that uh, has been very encouraging to me uh, over the past several weeks. There's been two or three scripture that uh, that I have just been focused on, center on that were actually given to me by my by my lovely wife, and uh, she received those in her time with the Lord. And she goes, "I just need to share these scriptures with you," and so uh, they have really ministered to me, so to speak. And uh, I want to, to take a moment and share them with you today uh, just as a word of encouragement. The scripture that I read in the beginning was basically, is basically found in Acts chapter 2. And it's, it's weird. When you think of Acts chapter 2, you think about the explosion of the church. You think about this is where the Holy Spirit comes and... Is introduced to the church uh, great things are happening uh, abnormal things are happening abnormal to the day not necessarily abnormal to God but just abnormal to the day and its events and then and then we find in the last part of that chapter we find that people are so taken by the presence of joy of Jesus Christ that they they begin to give their lives over to him and this basically a lot of people think that this was called Christianity at this time. It really wasn't. It was called basically something called The Way, and uh, people were introduced to The Way, and uh, people found themselves and their lives being changed uh, right here on this earth. And I can tell you that I spent the first 17 years of my life seeking something to fulfill my life I can't say that I understood it all as a young young child but I do know that when I started to become a teenager and struggled with asking questions about religion asking questions about life things of that nature trying to find my own identity it wasn't until I was late in my teenage years is when I discovered a true relationship with Jesus Christ and folks, I want you to understand my family and I we grew up in church we grew up there we were in church most every week if not even during the middle of the week it was back in those days when you went to church three times a week it was the social norm of the day that has drastically or this has drastically changed over the years and we're fortunate if we get a Sunday morning service uh, uh, any longer but besides all that that's for another day but uh, but I uh, was able to go from this to really realizing when I was 17 years old that I knew a lot about God. I had a lot of factual knowledge about God. Uh, I grew up with gaining this knowledge, but I also discovered that I didn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And folks, I'm here to tell you today that it's simply different. You can have all the facts about God that you can possibly Intake and miss God by a thousand miles. God is all about relationship. He's all about uh, Having a one-on-one with you having a one-on-one with me And uh, he's all part of being life and life abundantly in our lives And so I'm encouraged by this and it's through that encouragement that I was able to begin this podcast and uh, Be able to surround me with some people who believe in this podcast who supported this podcast and I want to say again a shout out and a thank you to all of you who gave not only prayerfully and spiritually but you also gave financially to help get the equipment to get this thing off the ground I wish y'all, I'm, I'm laughing a little bit because I wish you would see, you would think I'm in a big studio somewhere doing this and I do have access to a studio uh, thank the Lord but I'm actually in my home office today on a table that I don't think is even three feet wide and uh, I've got everything crammed up all in the center of this table. And so it's a challenge, but it's a uh, challenge that I accept. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of this podcast. I'm going to go back to, to speaking this, these particular verses for a moment. And I hope you enjoy it. And uh, let me know in the comment section uh, if this is your first time listening to this program. I hope that you'll subscribe and continue to listen as, as I work to find ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Because I think in this day and time, we need that kind of encouragement. We need to know that we're not alone, and we're not. We need to know... That there are people just like us out there that are doing extraordinary things and you can do extraordinary things as well And so I want to take you back now to this lesson as, uh, as I deliver it and I want you to be encouraged Folks, I can't help but believe that Peter is an ordinary person who has been turned to do extraordinary things I want you to think back for a moment and remember this is the same person that just weeks before had stood before three different people and denied Christ or denied knowing him. Jesus, after his resurrection, comes back on the scene and takes Peter by the hand and asks Peter, do you love me? Peter, three times, told him that he did, and in the third time, you can tell the intensity that's going on because because Peter knows he's messed up. He knows that there's really no reason for God to trust him any longer. But Jesus is there to reaffirm him again and to restore Peter and to let him know that he's not forsaken and that Jesus has not forgotten his word to Peter when he told him on, on this rock I will build my church and so Peter is going to play a key role so from here you see an ordinary person about to do extraordinary things and in Acts chapter 2 we find Peter standing before a huge crowd and he begins to speak to the Pharisees and the Sadducees the religious leaders of the day in front of this crowd and this is not the Peter that we saw just a few weeks prior and we think sometimes that when we mess up that either God is never going to forgive us he's never going to restore us or it's going to take a long period of time for this to happen and what we find out here is just a matter of a few weeks and folks if God wants to he can restore you within a moment or, or a minute or an hour or whatever it may be it, It's God's grace on each and every one of us Just depends on I would think Of where our heart is And where it wants to be And I know in my life I've messed up quite a few times And the Lord has been faithful To come back and to restore me But I love what, what, what Peter is saying here uh, To these folks He's telling him He's telling them that God is with him. And because of this, he is not only encouraged, but he is emboldened to this relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want to read to you from Acts chapter 2. And we're going to look at verses uh, 25 through 28. And He says, I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in his hope. For you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. God longs to fill us that's right you to fill me with his presence and you can say to yourself today but God why would God love me why would God want to do this for me because he created you to love you for you to love him to have this relationship a healthy relationship one-on-one with each other. And folks, the great thing about this is you don't have to be someone special to gain this relationship. You don't have to have done something horrific to gain this relationship. Anyone, the Bible says, who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved, will have this relationship with God that he's always desired. Now, there's only one person out there, That doesn't want you to have this relationship and his name is Satan his name is the devil and you may believe or not believe in the devil today but I believe not only according to scripture but what I see in the world today I believe the devil exists I believe there is an antichrist I believe there is an entity however you want to to describe him as something that's evil and and wants to to thwart the plans of God. And what is important to realize here is all of his power was taken at the cross. Satan has no power over you or me unless we give it to him. Now, he'll try to be deceitful against you and me and try to convince us that he has power, but the only power he has is the power that we allow him to have. And I love this part here because, folks, I, I have been here, you have been here. We know people that may be here right now, but all of us at one time or another have felt alone. We have felt like that nobody cared, nobody was paying attention to us, nobody just wanted to listen to what we had to say or cared about what we did. It's like we can walk in the world and be totally non-existent. And if this is you, you know what I'm talking about. But I love what, what God reaffirms here through Peter when he tells him that I am with you. I love what Peter said in verse 25 where he goes, I see the Lord. Folks, I think we could stop right there. And again, Peter is actually referring to what David said back in the Old Testament, but Peter is is saying it again because I believe it's become life to Peter as well, just like the Word can become life to you and me, that if we meditate on God's Word, it can become life within us and to us. And Peter is, is uh, giving us what David had given back in his day when he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He said, I see the Lord is always with me. And then I love that next part. He says, I will not be shaken. Folks, how many things in this world tries to get us to disbelieve in who we are? God has made us Unique, He said through Jeremiah, I know the plans that I have for you, and they are good plans. Now, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, then it's probably going to be hard to discover what plans that God has for you. Now, looking at the next passage down, after Peter has made this proclamation from David that says, I see that the Lord is always with me. Look at verse twenty-six here of chapter two of Acts. He says, "No wonder my heart is glad." And folks, that again is one of the reasons why I began this podcast because I meet so many people along the way in my life whose heart is not glad. Their hearts. Are either hardened, they're cold, they're indifferent. We could spend a lot of time and explain why that is so. But I know that it's not the intended purpose that Jesus has had or has for you and me. And Peter makes this proclamation. He says, No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope. Folks, if this is not encouraging, I don't know what encouragement is. Because it's not the news I get throughout most of my day. The news that I usually am hearing is with a negative connotation. Or it's a got you. New story. And it makes one almost paranoid to even try, think, or do something because of the criticism that may follow. But here, Peter does 180 on all of this, and he says, Because I see the Lord, he says, No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praise. Folks, I don't know if you've ever been lost in what is called a Kiwami. Kiwami is a term that I learned back in the 80s that said the Holy Spirit comes on you so hard and so fast that if you're driving you better pull over or you're going to have a Kiwami. And there have been a couple of times in my life where the presence of God has become so strong that I've had to pull over because I was driving at the time and, and stop and just give the Lord his due for a few moments. You say, well, I've never had an experience like this. Well, you can. You really can It's just a matter of how much you want to build your relationship with Christ. He's there. Remember, Peter says, I see the Lord, and he is always. It didn't say sometimes. It didn't say maybe. It doesn't say could be. It says he is always with me. And then I love verse 27 where he says for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave this was actually a promise and a proclamation about Jesus Christ when he was to go to the cross that he would not remain dead he would not stay dead that God would raise him from the dead just like he took your host back in 1981 in that youth pastors home and said if you trust in me I will give you life and life abundantly the Bible says it's appointed unto all men once to die and then the judgment well folks I'm here to share with you today that my death has already come now I physically may cease to exist on this earth but that's not death for me any longer death happened in 1981 in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I now am at a point that I will transform into the ultimate presence of God to where Paul taught us and said, to be absent from body is present with Christ. So when I'm absent from this body, I'm going to be present with Christ. And I'm going to see him face to face like I've never seen him before. And then verse 28 says, You have shown me the way of life, and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. How many of us today need the joy of someone's presence? We need the joy of the Lord in our hearts. And you say, but Mark, I'm not a spiritual nut like you seem to be. Well, praise God for calling me a spiritual nut because I've sure been called worse, but I want to tell you that until you have tried this, don't knock it, because Jesus will fulfill you every time. It may not be the way you think he should, but he will. And he does. And he continues to do so. Peter changed in less than 180 days. In 180 days Peter went from denying Christ three times to proclaiming him in front of thousands and saying the Lord is always with me let me ask you something today do you feel like the Lord is with you do you experience know his presence in you you can It's very simple. All you have to do is stop right where you are and say, Lord, come into my heart. Come into my heart and be my Savior. Be my joy. Be my salvation. I give you my life. And you know, that sounds more difficult than it really is. But you start right now, right where you're at, in this moment, and say, Jesus, from this moment on, I'm going to trust In you, I want this joy that Mark's talking about today. I want this joy that filled Peter. I want this joy that caused thousands to turn and join this movement called the Way because they sought something more than what the world could give them. Now, folks, Don't get me wrong. I understand there's a lot of religions out there today that promise this very same thing. They promise a life of completeness, a life of joy. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the light, the understanding of what truly can be lived in joy. You have a moment right now to decide whether you're going to live in joy, live in peace in this dark and tumultuous world that surrounds us, or you can continue to try to find a way that seems fitting for you. And end up one day looking back going, what was it all for? It's up to you. I choose Christ. I choose to give my life to Christ. That's what's up in my life. And this is what I hope is up in yours. Thank you for joining our podcast today look forward to seeing you again in two weeks again please subscribe comment and let us know what you think of today's podcast